Hello and welcome to All Things Travel. Travel with family and friends is a life-fulfilling activity. However, we all know our time is short, and especially as families grow older, our fastest fleeting resource is time. Today, we'll discuss viewing travel with a long view. You're listening to All Things Travel, Episode 64, Original Air Date, August 11th, 2021. Shane, this topic came to me as our family started talking about travel together and thinking about my daughter getting older and only having several so many summers, Christmas breaks, you know, spring breaks left. And especially because with this past year, with our trips being up, down, all around, canceled, repurposed, changed. We're just really starting to see this, you know, where it's really starting to talk about what does our family life look like as as a travel group? And this is something I've actually thought about for several years. I think Issa was maybe three or four when I read this book by an author, John Acuff, and he talked about embracing the time that you have now with your kids yeah. and, and not putting off something till later. And so he had recommend this, this app, but I haven't used it since uh, updated a couple of phones ago, but I had an app that counted the number of months until she was graduating from yeah. college. And so, um, and my, my older kid was pretty close to graduating. So that number of months was right there on the top of our minds. And so, you know, we put in, uh, this app, the number of months. And when you look at the number of months that you have left, even at ages three and four, you really get a sense of how soon it's going to be before they're off on their own. And you are way too uncool for them to spend any time with. Absolutely. Well, and I'll take it in another direction, this, this talk as a couple, um, I had two incidences in my professional life. One were a very good friend who was older than, than me. Um, but you know, him and his wife were in the, well, in five years, 10 years, when we retire, we're going to do X, Y, and Z. And one night woke up, was sick, went to the hospital, developed some sort of virus, um, and never came home. I had another colleague who, you know, retired after a life, you know, a lifelong career, very successful, had all these plans with her and her husband. She was in a car accident the day after she retired. She never recovered and she died within the week. Memento Mori. And so for me, you know, those two things, and I I don't want to be morbid, but those two things have really shaped how Elizabeth and I talk about travel. You know, travel for us, travel for our family, travel for our extended family, because, you know, that, retirement trip may not be there the way we think it is. And so really starting to think about what does travel mean for us over the long view? Sure. And my same thing happened with my mom where she got this rare disease, completely unexpected and, you know, changed, completely changed the retirement and travel plans that my, she and my stepdad had. And luckily they were, even though they were saving to travel more during retirement, they still traveled a lot. And the only thing is my mom always wanted to go on 
a Disney cruise. Uh-huh. And my stepdad was always adamant, not interested in cruising. Go with go with Shane, go with Cindy. I'm not interested in cruising. So my my sister and I were always saying, someday we're gonna take mom on a Disney cruise and just never got to because we didn't just plan it and do it. And you just never know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we're going to talk about that today. What are some things that you can do as a family, as a friend group, or even as a solo traveler to kind of think about travel over the long term and how you can map that out, uh, pun intended. Um, But first, Shane, I know you like to give a shout out to all points unknown. So where are some of the places that our listeners are from? You know what? I looked and it's unknown. I don't know. Nobody knows. <laughs> okay. Well, moving on then. Oh, wait, <laughs> right. no. All right. Let's give a shout out to Beckley, West Virginia. Hello, West Virginia. That'd be a good place, I think, to go hang out and spend a couple of days trying local bars and cafes and writing the great American novel, I think. I like it. Uh, and then another shout out to Terrytown, New York. Terrytown, New York. Yeah, Terrytown, up there north of Manhattan, north of Long Island. Looks like a charming place to visit as well. Thank you for listening. All right, great. Well, thanks for listening. All right, so Shane and I have a couple ideas of if you're sitting down with your partner, if you're sitting down with your family, um, or even a, a group of friends that like to travel together, what are some things to do to start thinking about? And first and foremost, it's starting with a list. So whether, you know, your family has some older kids where they can start to talk about where they want to travel, um, or if it's just the parents, or if it's a a group of people who are going to travel together, what's on that list? Is it the national parks? Is it going to Europe? Is it seeing all 50 states? Is it visiting where your family came from um, before coming to the United States? It can be as adventurous or as plain as you want it to be. It's your list, and it's just brainstorming right now. Do you have anything special on your list? Oh man, let me say I, that. Let me let me change that question. You, you know, you, what you is know one of the my more, list is, yeah. <laughs> What are one of the more special? What what are the more special destinations on your list? For me, I really want to do, um, and I and I think I've shared this before, uh, an upper European cruise. Yeah. So getting into Scandinavia, um, getting into that area. And, and for me, I, you know, cruising seems like the right way to do, to do that. Um, that is a really special trip. I know my wife and I are starting to talk about um, a milestone birthday trip for, the, for each of us. And for nice. her, it's Australia. And for me, it's it's Scotland, Ireland, some sort of combination of, gotcha. of those two. Um, and so I know those will be things that we're starting to, to talk about and plan for. Yeah, and I think starting with a list can help you be a little bit more deliberate about mapping out and getting an idea and, of what you have to, to do, what you and, have left. And again, it doesn't have to be bucket list. In fact, I hate that term. Um, you know, it doesn't have to be those once in a lifetime trips. It can be, hey, every other year we want to go to Walt Disney World, or every year we want to go to Traverse City, Michigan for a family lake getaway. That's if that's your travel, that's your travel. The the key is to start to write it down so you can see, you know, what are the things that you want to do as a family or as a group. And then the next step is starting to think about when that might happen. 
Yes. You want to look at your usual time off. Because especially, I guess, you're talking about kids who are going to be in school and you're going to have yeah, to... Yeah, that, that was my frame, but but obviously this fits with work and, and everything sure. else. Sure. I, I used to work for a company that made tax software, so uh-huh. that that was unfortunate. Or that made it difficult for us because spring break was generally a little too close to the spring filing season. Uh-huh. And so I often couldn't take off during for trips to for spring break when, right, you know, right. when my wife and kid could because of their ties to the school. Yeah, absolutely. So <laughs> look at those usual times off. And then third, start to sketch out when those trips might happen. So if you know that every June you want to take a similar trip, or you know that when the kids are a certain age, when might they be ready to be on a plane for the first time? Or is there a special anniversary coming up? So for our 20th anniversary, we want to do this. Or for mom and dad's, you know, special 50th anniversary as an extended family, we want to do this trip. Start to map out when that could happen. And then when you get your trip sort of mapped, then you want to start saving and budgeting for the bigger trip, start setting right. money aside. Um, and, and and to me, that's what these, these first three steps all kind of help us lead to step four, which is savings. Because one of the advantage here, Shane, is it's easier to save over time. Yes. Starting now for something farther into the future instead of well, we ha- we want to take this trip. We've got to save for it in six months versus saying, well, we're taking this trip when our kids are juniors in five years you have a lot more time to start saving and can be a little a little more deliberate about it and and ensure the chances that you actually take that trip. Yeah. And this could be setting up a general travel fund. This could be setting up a special fund for a trip that you know is going to cost a little bit more. Again, anything that you can do to start working towards having that money saved or money earmarked for to be quite honest, will help you make the decision that, yes, I can travel. And there are a lot of online banks where you can open a free account and you could just have a portion automatically said automatically deposited into that account so that you have it set aside and it is your vacation, your travel account to make sure you get to experience those big, big dream destinations. Absolutely. So the next step, and depending on your family or your travel group, Um, you may do this before starting to save, but let everybody have a say. So one of the things, Shane, that's been really cool is as my kids get older, um, I have a teen and a tween at this point, and they're starting to really develop their own travel identity. They're really starting to say what what types of trips they like, what they want to do. My wife and I have been really good about taking individual trips with them or allowing them to kind of to 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 move trips in certain directions. So as your kids get older and setting boundaries is fine, obviously, um, you know, but where do they want to go? What do they want to do? Do they want to go to a Broadway show? Do they want to go to their favorite major league baseball park? Do they want to, you know, have a couple smaller trips or are they willing to wait and take this amazing trip to, to Europe when they graduate from high school or, you know, something like that. But, I remember with our kids, um, you know, in the next episode, we're going to talk about Adventures by Disney. And when our trip was canceled, um, we knew we had some credit and we knew we wanted to continue with an Adventures by Disney trip. 
And quite honestly, we just put, we cast for my computer, the Adventures by Disney website on the TV. And we cool. just went through all the different itineraries. And, you know, Caleb cool. would say, well, what about Iceland? And Miriam would say, well, what about France? And we would pull it up. And so we started to have a discussion about, you know, where are places that people are interested in and what could that look like? And and to be quite honest, you know, you can't always do that with your family dynamics. But with older kids, that that's starting to get pretty fun. And this might call back to an episode from a couple of weeks ago about aligning trips with your favorite movies or books. But one of our top dream trips is something that my kid came up with. She's a big fan of the musical Mamma Mia. Uh uh-huh, sure. And so for some time in that high school age, yeah. Um, you know, which is coming up and need to get on that to get in the planning yeah. for this. Uh, she's wanted to take a, a trip to Greece to kind of do a Mamma Mia trip to follow Very cool. you know the that that I don't remember the characters' names from Mamma Mia. I know the songs, but not the characters uh that that they took in the in the story of the movie. Yeah, so, that's yeah. great. That's really cool. I think like I mentioned at the beginning, don't forget about the rest of the family. Uh, cause you, you want to include the, your parents in that, as well as your kids, maybe some, some cousins or some friends you recently have done both. You recently had a, a multi-generational beach trip with yep. both sets yep. of parents. And you also yep. recently took one of Miriam's friends to enjoy a visit to the wizarding world of Harry Potter and yeah, Disney. Absolutely. So really this this last step or idea is just the bottom line is dream and start to plan. So if you have a young family, start to think about those important trips uh, that you want to plan for. If your kids are a little older, you know, think about those trips that you want to make sure happen before kids leave for college or before so-and-so gets to high school or something like that. So if kids are out of the house and you prefer traveling with a friend group or even solo or your couples, obviously that that takes planning and dreaming and, and the same type of thing. You're not going to start unless you sit down and you have that conversation or you put a, you know, you put pen to paper and you start to think about what are the trips that you really want to have in in your life. This seems like it could be just a fun family night. Great way to spend time together. Like you did casting the adventures by Disney site on your television. Just start making this. I think it's something everyone could get excited about. And not only will you is will the deliberateness of going through these steps ensure that you take those trips, but I think it'll make your kids who, you know, if you're getting a little uncool and they don't want to hang out with you as much anymore, it'll help them get excited about wanting to spend more time with your parent or, you know, with you. And and I think too, you know, it, it, it goes into teaching your kids about budgeting, teaching your kids about planning. Ah, Yes. Very nice. You know, if it's, if, and, and again, with our kids, you know, we, we talk about how much does stuff cost, you know, we could take two trips for the price of this one trip, or we could do this for five days, or we could do that for seven days, or this would just be a quick trip. And here's why. And so, I think that's that's an important. I mean, we obviously want our kids to be lifelong travelers, so let's start that conversation now. Excellent plan. Shane and I would love to help you map this out. Whether you're thinking of traveling now, whether you're thinking of traveling later, we would love to help you plan that next vacation for you, for your group, for your family. As you know, we're both travel advisors with Creating Magic Vacations. And you can reach out to us at ryan at creatingmagicvacations.com. That's R-Y-A-N. 
or Shane at creatingmagicvacations.com. That's S-H-A-Y-N-E. And remember, it's our job to make you the vacation planning superhero. Thanks for listening. Subscribe to the show so you can join us next time on All Things Travel. And remember, never stop exploring.